Oh, hello everyone and welcome back to the Russell Club Podcast. I am DJ Mike Master and with me is Lit Flair. Uh, anyway, listen guys, I just wanted to do something funny to try to be like I'm one of those DJs on the radios back in the day. This is DJ Jazzy Jeff and, uh, and this is Scratch and Sniff next to me. But anyway, I'm just joking around. Um, I am Mike Master and with me today is Lit Flair. Back again, back again. Uh, we had a the same cra- thing. crazy week of wrestling, pretty much. But um, wow, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna jump right ahead because um we just saw it yesterday, me and Lit, and we have Fahrenheit with us. But unfortunately, Fahrenheit's on assignment right now, so he'll be back on. Hopefully soon, get to hear him and hopefully kept dogs and and Paul Paul Savage. But we had the Evolve show yesterday, and, and actually, it was WWE presents the Evolve show, their tenth anniversary show. So but going head to head. With the new kids on the block. It was Fight for the Fallen at the same exact time. Yep. And if you're anything like me or Mike, we had both of them running at the same exact time. Yep. Exactly. So yeah. we saw it all at the same time. It was. It's funny, well, you guys wondering, how the hell they pulled that off? Well, we hooked up our TV. And then at the same time, I had this big, giant 19-inch tablet. And I put the damn Evolve show on there, too, which made it easy. So we were going back and forth, like, trying to critique which was good, which was bad. But... Overall, it was a good night of wrestling. I'll be honest with you, really good night of wrestling. I really enjoyed it. Um, let's just kick it off. I go. Let's go right. Where should we go with the big dogs? Let's go with. Uh, let's go with the E man. Let's see what the E's doing. Well, we had the Evolve show. It was their tenth anniversary show. A lot of surprises in the show too. I think the big surprise for me and you was when we saw Paul Heyman popped up. That was and, great because they're in the ECW w- arena, so that's made even what well, made it hot. It's only it's only right that it all comes full circle and you have Paul Heyman on. The show in his arena, it was it was just it was hand in hand. It was supposed to happen. It was like I, magic. I, I loved I, it. I thought that was a, a smart move to to get him to do that, especially the arena that he pretty much built. You could literally say that the ECW arena, and I know it's not the arena. It was the two was the two twenty three hundred arena twenty three hundred. But um, uh, it was one arena I wish I when I was younger when I was a teenager which I got to go to that arena, but it was very hard. That ticket was hot back in those days. So um, it was. I was kind of happy to see him pop up, and the crowd was like super shocked. But it was overall. I think definitely that, that was the best. One of the best things they did was pull him up. And he Heyman is in, Heyman is probably one of the hottest guys in the business right now. Yeah, given his current status in WWE, you are currently right. You know so, now he, you know, he's taking over Raw now, and and I think he's probably gonna, probably gonna do a great job, knowing that he's a great mastermind when it comes to wrestling uh, gimmicks and storylines. So. I hope so, that he do his thing like he did before with ECW. I'm not saying it's gonna be a stream, but do some stuff, surprise some people, make some people go, "Oh snap, Raw's getting better now." You know? I took on past two weeks. I'm kind of shooting from the hip, going off script on this one, but um, I think two weeks ago was, as we said earlier on the um on last week's podcast, it was a great, great episode. Uh, me being in the building for this past week's episode overall, oh, that's right. Um, it was also a really good episode. I had a lot of people um, complain. Oh, uh, it definitely fell off from last week. But people need to remember, every week isn't the same. Every week is not going to be that hard hitting. Every week is not going to be that off the wall. No. Every week is going to be different. And, and you're absolutely right. You know, um, it, everyone wants to see a shock value. They want to be, oh, my God, look what, this, look what last week and look at this week. You're not going to always get the same show all the time. And you're not going to always get shocked all the time. But the thing is, you gotta be ready because you never know what's gonna pop up and shock you. So that's the thing. I think Paul's gonna do do what he does best. It's not the first time he's had a gig like this. He's had it years ago when he did. He, did, he actually wrote for SmackDown at one point. So don't be surprised. He's gonna do a little, a little magic there, here and there, and you should be fine. Here's my question to you, because now we're just we're flowing. Now we're off script. Yep. 
heard from people and I've told some people and I'm going to give the fans what they want in the yeah. sense of what do you think who do you think brings more to the table creatively Eric Bischoff or Paul Heyman I'm I'm more I'm a Paul Heyman guy mm-hmm. um, no offense to Eric Bischoff he did his thing on Nitro and Thunder back in the days but see at one point a lot of the talent didn't get a lot of shine that was supposed to get some shine over there mm. with Paul with Paul he tries to make everybody want to make them look good he doesn't want to make them like oh you just hear the job and that's it no he's going to make you make you at least do something for you at least try to make you look good you know wherever Bishop I hope he doesn't use that same format as before I will hope he could show some guys that we're not used to seeing on Smackdown because if you saw Smackdown last week Kevin Owens started shouting names to people that you didn't get to see yeah, yeah. And you heard that, right? Shout you were like, shout out, shout out, our buddy Murphy, Liv Morgan, yep. Ali, yep. all talented people who are just Oscar, not he pulled used. out of nowhere. I was like, wow. And it's kind of true. There's a lot of guys we're seeing too much of. Shaving, man. Um, <laughs> but, it's the best you know, in the world. Yeah. That's the word. That's the my ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, not um, for nothing. I, it's true. You don't want to see the same guy, same guy over and over and over. It's, it's getting like, come on. Let's There's just... realistically no reason for Shane McMahon at damn near 50 years old to be taking a more TV time than Oscar. It's, that's true. <laughs> and this guy, like Kevin Owens, and through the point, even if it was scripted or not scripted when he said that, listen, it's the truth. We don't want to... Listen, no offense, Shane. You do some great crazy matches, hardcore matches, probably the best thing you could do. You You're can't, a spot monkey. You can't wrestle for beans, and that's the honest truth. But you were, like you said, you're a spot monkey. So you know what? We'll use you. Well, we'll bring you once a once every three months and throw you in a match. You get the jump off or something. You jump on something, break your ankle or something. You know, break your pelvis. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Jesus. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. You know, they're gonna pump pump, pump you full of mitol to get you back in there. I don't know, man. Just <laughs> I'm just want to see something different, man. It's time to see some guys that you don't get to see all the time. You know, my thing like when I look at Bischoff and what if granted growing, I didn't necessarily grow up. In the prime of Eric Bischoff, I was more born into it. Um, one thing I did notice is very faction-based, man. Yeah. There's a lot of factions. And genuinely, I love factions. And I think right now, we have the opportunity with him running SmackDown to see a lot more dominant factions. Again, yeah. I'm, this is me alluding to the the day that we get to see the Undisputed Era. That's, that's if he's going to do that. Like I said, I don't know if he's going to do that. Mm-hmm. We don't know. For for me, with SmackDown, when you see on Raw, Raw has always pulls up more matches than SmackDown. You yeah. know SmackDown's two hours, but when he had Nitro, he will pump in two hours more than four matches. Yeah. We're getting four, literally four to three matches a, a week. That's You need to... Listen, I don't care. It's give a him wrestling ma- problem. Yeah, you want to give him. If I don't give him one match, that's just five minutes. But you know what? He used to do that. He used to have a, like, a cruiserweight match. And with cruiserweights, you're then jumping up and down, doing other moves and everything. And it's like, wow, fast pace. Then he maybe needs to do maybe a couple matches like that. And then, you know, the main event will get the good 20 minute match, at yeah. least. At least 20 minute max. You got you to gotta showcase more people, not the same guys over and over. The you got to show some guys. You and also, make- the good thing about that is that the, he's coming in at a time. Where the crop of talent on both shows are astronomical. Yeah. They're through the roof. Yeah. I mean, you have guys that are once upon a time, you know, cruiserweights wrestling at that speed was an attraction. But the thing is, at this point, it now it, it seems like it's now it has to be more of a necessity. Mm-hmm. Everyone almost everyone moves at that speed. Yeah. If the speed is normal now. You know what I'm saying? And that's for me creates better matches. 
It, it creates a better atmosphere. It's more fun to watch. For, for Christ's sakes, yo, Alistair Black and Cesaro tonight is going to be crazy. That's, and that's just that, two guys on that show that are going to be amazing. And let's. You know let, I hope they give them that proper time to do that match. It cannot be a five-minute match. It got to be 10, 15 minutes going to let, let them flow. You got to let them flow. You got to... Like how they do it independence, they sometimes they get guys that let them flow there, go out there, do whatever, because they're not really man the mandated to make sure they do the things correct. Just let them flow. You let them flow, crowd will get into it. But like I said, with Paul Heyman and, and, and Bischoff, Paul Heyman does more of a better shock value, more shocky with stuff. Bischoff will be more trying to maybe, maybe finesse it with more, let's give him a little bit more wrestling, let's show some showcase some guys and everything. Like it did a night show. Remember one thing, back in ninety five, night show was just one hour. Then a couple months later, it went to two, two hours. hours yeah. Then a couple months later, it was a three-hour, literally a pay-per-view. And what was cool about it, too, back in those days, if you miss Nitro at 8, at 11 o'clock, you caught the replay right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Remember, there's no replay on, on Raw unless you have Hulu or something else to watch it. So, you know, we gotta. They, they, I hope they could be able to, both of them, build that both brands up big time. True. And also, too... Showcase some of the belts, man. Let's get some title matches in there. Let's Can we get Finn in. Balor back on TV? I'm gonna well, don't want to go back on a rant, but it's like for Christ's sakes, prior to last week where he wrestled Shinsuke Nakamura in a great match. I, I yo, I know people that have literally said, "Yo, I forgot Finn Balor was Intercontinental Champion." Yeah, you you, you got to look. You're looking at a title that at one point was the secondary title. That title christened you. To be a future world champion, and now it's just not on TV that, anymore. That title was one of the hottest, and, and that is a yeah. shame. That is an yeah. absolute travesty. But I know we, we 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 went a little off topic. We went to talk about that. And Sometimes you gotta shoot from the hip, yeah, big boy. I yeah. understand that, but let's let's, go, let's, let's go back to the Evo show. Um, I mean, if anybody got to see it, it was a pretty good, decent show. I'm not. I'm gonna admit it. I've never, and I, I'm gonna say awesome. this right here. I had to ask lit about Evo. I didn't see too much Evo. That's true. That not every independence I get to see. I asked, how was Evolve? How was it? He told me some guys. I got. To, I did my research. I actually saw a documentary in Viceland had did two years ago, and they had a show about Evolve. And I got to see some of the guys that he told me about, and I got to see them there. And I got to see, oh, wow, how good they are. Evolve is one of the most under-the-radar independent promotions that you can watch. They are awesome. And, and you know what? I'm going to agree with him. Agree with it. It was very good. You saw some. I saw some great time. And the funny thing, there were some guys that I've seen in other promotions, and I said, "Oh shoot, I remember him. I remember him. I remember him." So, what we're doing today is basically we're not gonna break down the whole show in general. If you got to see, you see what you saw. But we're gonna break down some of the matches that we saw that went, "Damn, this was this, this was great." This was great. So, like for example, the Eval Tag Team Championship. Basically, it was Ar Fox with Leon Ruff, <laughs> funny last name, versus the Unwanted Eddie Kingston. And Joe Grace, it was a really good match. I really want to go on limb and is I say Eddie Kingston is still one of the most underrated workers of his size. I love Eddie Kingston. I, I, He's great on the mic. No, not, not for that. He was good on the mic, but I, when I saw him in the match, he was really good. He actually flowed very well for a big guy going on top and doing <laughs> moves. Listen, dude, he did a real good like, job, man. He did a very I, good job. I know he's super under the radar. He's the super indie indie guy, but you know, a guy that I've, I've seen. Uh, in Ring of Honor, Impact. That's yeah, Ring of I saw Ring of Honor. Um, he was an Impact, whether it be with DOC or LAX. That dude is money. Yeah, and he, he, he might he, not have the, the. He might not be the most cos- cosmetically pleasing guy, 
But that's not what he's looking for. That's not what he wants to be. He wants to be a wrestler. And Eddie, I commend you. You are awesome. And that tag team match was beautiful. No, it was very It was very fast. Very fast paced, but yet... A lot of them got to do their moves. Yeah. You saw a lot of tag team moves, which that's what I like to see. Double team moves. Chris, there really was no botching. There were a lot of grit, Chris moves. You were like, whoa. And a lot of, I thought we were like, it was the match was going to be over. A couple moves. Like, oh yeah. my God, it's over. But no, it wasn't over. It was like, wow. They really, really, they really showed tag team wrestling that way. I would like to see it. I mean, it's not every day that a match starts full steam ahead with a suicide dive straight out of the ring yeah. onto the opponents and we were just full steam ahead all engines ago. No, that I, was I, I, I'm be honest with you, I'm gonna I'm gonna stamp it right now. That was a really good side of match and I, I, I applaud them. Now another match that we're gonna say was a really good match and something you got really excited about was the catch point reunion. Woo me I'm I'm a I am am a catch point mark. Uh that, that stable was one of the probably one of my favorite stables on the independent scene. And I think the moment... This was the first match booked on this card, if I'm not mistaken. And it was obviously... It was Matt Riddle and Drew Gulak. And, and I, mean, I want to give you real quick. I, I was not a fan of too much of Gulak. I wasn't. Make but, Gulak. No, but that match he pulled up with Matt Riddle, I made me a fan. Because if you guys get to watch it, and, I hope, and you should, the Matt wrestling was so crisp. That you go, holy cow! I was amazing how they were, were flowing very well in that ring. Like they haven't fought each other in a long time, but then that match, they looked like they they, they the chemistry was they there. They were the great dancing partners for each yeah. other. They flow very well, and I love Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's a beast too. But they were very, even, very even good. if you're not like okay, it's like oh, I'm not into catch this catch can. If you're not into catch can, there's something wrong with you. I, I, it's, I, I, it's I it. It's man. every Come it's on. not a, it's not everybody's cup of tea, uh, and I'm you, fine. I'm fine with that. I say the same thing. You bugging. Yeah. But, you know, I understand it's not everybody's, you know, cup of tea. But that match was so fast. It was not your typical. It wasn't a Zack Sabre Jr. match. So if that's what you're afraid of, oh, that no, it's no, slow. No, 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 no. It's not, they managed it wasn't to me- keep. Me- like, you know, methodically. Methodically. Yeah, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't sound. Because these guys were. It was doing clean. Moves so crisp. But it was fast. It was so fast. I swear, I thought at one point somebody may have broken an arm. Because they're, they're like twisting their shit's arms, doing arm drags. Went to a so submission move. Then went to a submission to a submission move. It's like, whoa, what the? But it was very, very crisp, very good. I recommend it was probably one of the best matches of the night. Like you put in, like it was got to be the second best match of the night because it was very, very good. Second, man, it's, it could make it makes a heavy yeah. case for one. Yeah. It makes a heavy case. And well, uh, Mad, Mad Riddle by mistake, I forgot to say the uh, the tag we had new tag team champions, AR AR Fox and Leon Ruff did win the belts. And this other match, Matt Riddle did win the match, but it was a solid match. There was nothing when they even did. They saluted each other, handshake and everything. And it was very good. Cla- traditional catch point handshake. It was really good. It now, was awesome. Another match was winner takes all. This is where Paul Heyman popped up. And Woo! we went ballistic. It was me, Lit, and, and Fahrenheit. We were like, oh. And when Paul Heyman popped up, introduced himself, did his little, little schmeal. And then he came out saying, calling out the guys and, and introducing them. Crowd went crazy. You, 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 the pop was amazing. And to see somebody that... You let told me was very awesome. I always I've been preaching this dude and, and, for years. And I'm then I'm realizing the how case. old he is. He's only twenty one years old. This guy is gonna has a long he's gonna have a long he's younger shelf, than me. Long, long shelf life in wrestling. The Evout heavyweight champion, Austin Theory. Austin Theory versus the I W W N champion 
JD Drake. I'm gonna be honest with you. When I saw JD Drake, I said, "Whoa! How did this truck driver get into this match? And how did the how did the he look like this comedian? I'm trying to get the guy the comedian's name is. He looked like Larry the Cable Guy. That's the guy. Get it done. He looked yeah. just like dead just ass, like just Larry. like him. Just like I looked Larry and I said, guy. "Wow! How's this kid Austin Aries who's chiseled? I'm telling you, the dude looks. He looks like a champion." That dude is with this guy. What you? Going, oh boy! He's your prototypical like yeah. created character in a wrestling game. Austin Theory is just the truth, and, and <laughs> that match was it was yo it was very very good. It shocked me because I wasn't feeling JD Drake until he started doing some moves. I said, "Wow, for a big guy, he's doing some moves that I don't expect a cruiserweight more do than a big guy." I like JD Drake, man. He he started out slow, yeah. but when that boy turned it up, he yo they knocked it out of the park. And um, oh. I got to see Austin Theory's finisher. It's just beautiful. It's a great finisher. I forgot the name, but it was it, a great finisher. It was, and awesome. he did it on that big guy, which even made it more more amazing. It would. He it, ends it, up. It, it's um, crazy. It's like a flatliner for those who haven't it's, seen it's it. The way it's, but it's, it's, like from the pow- it's from the power bomb. bomb position. Yeah, it's a twisting flatliner. It's so it's crazy. You're insane. literally taking the man. You're twisting him up in the air into making it to the flatliner. It would be good. If, uh, and you know, G- J.D. Drake is a big guy. It would have been like a, maybe a skinnier person or maybe a lightweight person. I've seen it. Would, it would look even amazing. Like, I've seen Darby Allen take that move. That's a perfect guy. It, yeah, is, yeah, it yeah. is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen on and a guy who you can just fling. Austin Theory be- becomes both champions. He takes the yeah. other belt, throws it on the floor, and says, no, he's the greatest Evolve champion of all time. Really good, solid match in the, in the get-go. Now, and end up with a lights go out. Yeah, and I forgot. Josh the Briggs. Yeah, that's for his name. Um, Josh honest. Briggs. A lot of people like Josh Briggs. Um, Not really knocking him. Haven't seen enough of him to really have an opinion. He actually started, he started the, the, the event off. He started, he started the event for some guy named Anthony Green. He beat him with a power bomb. But a Top lot of people like Josh Briggs. And he seems and to leave. He seems to be a mainstay player. He's, he's if very, he got that he's spot. He's very tall, but I don't know about his gear gimmick. He looked kind of weird. But, you know, I give his props. He's a tall guy. Did a nice little power move, and that was it. Now, the main event. Unfortunately, you go, wait a minute. Wait, the main event was not for that belt? Nope. The main event was actually because for that. Because the main event is the greatest pro wrestler on the planet. Adam Cole, baby, the NXT champion. He went one on one with, with um, Akira, Akira Tozawa, and the in a, in a that match very good main event was whoa. That very now main I know mostly you're like if you're like me, it was like all right. I I'm well aware of the athletic ability and wrestling ability of Akira Tozawa. Um, to a casual fan, I tell you, Akira Tozawa, you're like, oh, the guy that goes ah ah ah. But the man that you saw out there in that ring last night was the man that me and Mike, you know, we watch PWGs, our Pro Wrestling Gorilla. For those that don't know, great promotion. You should check it out if you never have. But we've been seeing Akira Tozawa for years. And Akira Tozawa is a performer unlike any other. Um, The moves he pulls off for a guy his size are, are awesome. And last night was a bit of a throwback to the man that we know. So watching him go one-on-one with Adam Cole and Adam Cole in any ring that he's in, he makes it his own. They were the perfect main event to cap off in a great night of wrestling. I'm going to agree with you. The Tosawa, like I said, I've seen him in Dragon Gate. I've seen him in PWG a lot. 
Um, he's a really good wrestler that doesn't really get. I feel like he doesn't really get the super props that he deserves in the in the in WWE, especially in the cruiserweight division. He don't have to be in that the cruiserweight division. He could be in any anywhere. SmackDown Raw. The guy's really good talent, fast as hell, real yeah. fast. We'll do planches. We'll do everything he can. His body. You look at him. Damn, he does a lot of stuff on his body. But guy keeps himself in tone. He's in great stamina. Him and Adam Cole lit that place. He up. took Adam Cole to the absolute he limit. Gave, he gave Adam Cole everything and. And people go, well, why would you put those two together? And people don't know. Curious how fought in about two. He had a relationship there for a long time. I think I think Cole even fought there a couple Cole, of times too. So actually, Cole's first professional wrestling match wasn't in twenty three hundred arena. So look at that. So it was a bit of a homecoming for so the champ. You seeing these two guys go at it, and you go, well, you know, in reality, this won't be a main event anywhere, dude. It is a main event. It is a main event a anywhere main event. outside of the WWE. Yeah. But if you, you know, know who it, they are. But once again, Akira Tosawa is one of those guys that they. I feel like could get a lot of more spotlight. And especially when you say he does the... Uh, uh, uh. Listen, that's his yeah, real gimmick. But little if gimmick. you let him flow... That dude is a serious competitor. He will get down and dirty and will have... And I mean, he match. took it to Adam Cole last night. He did a He, he did a gave a him a fucking match, bro. So, great show. But at the same time, we were watching another show at the same time. It was AEW. Elite Wrestling. It was their... their Free show. I thought it was you had to pay for it. That was my. Yeah, we, we I, found out. Yeah, the week we it was free. I'm pretty sure we were like, a, oh wow, it was it was a free so, show. So no, it was AEW Fight for the of the Fallen. Um, main event was the Young Bucks and Cody. Just to give you guys a heads up, all proceeds went to the victims of gun violence, and our hearts and our prayers go out to anyone affected so, by that. Also, too, we're gonna break it down. We I know usually we tell you the whole lineup of blah and tell you what you know who won or lost, but we're gonna give you like. Like we did with Eval. We're going to give you what was the best the best matches that will catch your eye once you watch, watch the whole thing. Um, one match in particular that I was looking forward to and, and lit and Fahrenheit started looking at me like you, you were ready to jump up and down was the three-way match, which finally the debut of the Dark Order, a.k.a. the Super Smash Brothers from Canada, versus Angelico and Jack Evans and Jung- Jungle Boy and Lu- Luchasaurus. That, I, I just want to go on. I just want to make one thing very clear. The how the amount of over Luchasaurus is is insane, <laughs> and big ups to him on that. Because when I look at this buffoon, I'm like, this dude looks like a jackass. Yeah, what? I can agree with you. A lot of people like Luchasaurus, and I ain't gonna lie, that dude impressed me. He impressed me in that no, match. He, that match he was... actually he 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 did a lot. He did some damage, and him teaming up with Jungle Boy was kind of cool too. Because Jungle Boy's like. Jungle Nene. Jungle Nene. That's Jungle he looked, Boy. He looked like he's five foot one when he's next to him because the guy's so tall. But it what was great about this match, it had a little bit of like the vibe of the Evolve tag team match. A lot of tag team moves were was performed. A lot of moves that you go, oh shit, how did they do that? Damn, yo, that that I don't even know how to explain that power bomb spot. Oh, the one he jumped up in the air, caught him in mid air, yes. oh, and hit him to a power bomb. God, Luchasaurus picks up a guy, flips him over to so Jungle Boy could catch him in the air and hit him with a tiger bomb, tiger power bomb. I thought it was over when he did that move. Yo. I went holy cow! And they did it on the right guy because Jack Evans is like five pounds wet, so it was even great. To and do it's it like, on yo, him. keep in mind, I'm trying to watch the Evolve show at the same. T- this is the hardest thing to do as a wrestling fan. It is funny because. Their tag team match, the Eval tag team match, was on the same time as that tag team match. I was like, feel like wow, they, like they knew they to put their match against. Yeah, there their were match. there were some matches like, are they guy are they intentionally booking their yeah. matches against each other? 
Um, and, and I wouldn't put it past Vince McMahon at all. <laughs> I wouldn't pass it. Or, or Triple H, you know? He, he probably had somebody in the back saying, yo, they put in this match next to it, you just throw ours. We never know. But that match was really good. You had tag teams that were doing moves that, like I said, tag team wrestling has been an art that I always said that's not being... It's a lost art. It's a lost art, but it's not being showcased a lot. And I like the fact that AEW is trying to showcase that back again, which I appreciate that. I swear, and most of this card was made up of tag team wrestling. Yeah. And what I love about it was that a team that people don't get to see, which I got to see, the the Dark Order, who are the Super Smash Brothers, trust me, look them up. They're very big in Canada. They go in there. They do their thing. Hit their finisher fatality, which is a crazy, gory special into a diamond cutter. You guys got to see it. It's, it. It comes out so beautiful. They get the win. But also, not only do they get a win, they get, they're part of a match on August 31st. And all, all out. and all out, all out, in which when they winner gets a buy in the tag team tournament, which will we, will continue in the new TNT show, and they and they're gonna be uh, I to tell you, they're gonna that, fight the best friends, which should be a good match. And too. I hope they destroy the best friends. Oh, I know you don't Chuck like Chucky e. T. If you ever hear this, I hate your guts. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I feel bad because this guy really is ripping him. I like Trent. I think Trent's better than him. So. I th- but hey, it, I'm it, not saying I'm not. Hey, I'm not better than you. I, you just gotta do something else, something different. Oh, wow. I'm just giving my opinion. No, no, and you have but, right. um, another. You know, that's just it ain't the chief. <laughs> but like I said, guys, if you see this event, it is free on Breacher Report. Should be like replays on it. Check out that match. It's a really good match. Another good match. Um, and I hope you agree with me with this one. Was with the Lucha Brothers versus uh. SoCal. Best match of the night. Really? Wow. Okay. Best match of the night. Honestly. Also? They had diversity all over the place. Mm -hmm. That match had a little bit of everything. And you're right. The good thing at Lucha Brothers are a very, very hot tag team. And they finally got a win. Yeah. They They never win. I swear. They're the best team that just doesn't win. It's kind of true. It's a damn shame. It's kind of true. You you absolutely right. I, it was, I don't remember the last time I seen a win match. It's so, so it's so bad that they they hit their at the end of the match they hit their finisher, which is a um a double stomp into the package power driver, and Mike and Fahrenheit they lose their shit and I'm like, but it's just their finisher. You but what but what it. I just told you yesterday. It's exactly. I, said, yeah, I don't get to see them win. They ba- they barely ever win, so, so you don't even get to see it. But so. it's a shame because they are the best tag team in Mexico. I'm just saying that in Mexico. Unless the Young Bucks are in Mexico. Then when the Young Bucks, then the Young Bucks become the best best ones over there. <laughs> and then the Young Bucks are hardly the best tag team in the world. Yeah. Um, By far. Very good match. I suggest, guys, check that out. It was very good. Very, very fast, fast paced. Pace, Va- yes. That's a good thing. Very fast paced. Kind of like the Evolve was. Very fast paced. A lot of moves. Jump. You can name plancha, senton. They, they did everything you can. There. You can do a thousand planchas and it doesn't fucking make a good match. It yeah. just doesn't. Yeah, but they, um, they, but with their style of wrestling, they are high flyers. So they did, they did things in the ring that, I mean, ooh, ah, oh, crap, oh man, you know, like they made you go ooh and ah, you know. No, no, it, it was, was a very, great, very good match. Great match. I, I, I highly and recommend. Honestly, it. I'm a very vocal. I'm very vocally against SCU. I don't like SCU, and yeah, not Daniels. Um, Daniels is dope. Shout out to Daniels. He's dope. Um, he's honestly one of the greatest to ever do it. Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, though, hmm, excuse me, but not so much, you know. But 
they impressed me, and they showed that they could really go last night in, in that match. No, no. It, it was very good. Another match that I'm putting in the list, the one match you should, you could check it out, but I, I, I thought could be a little bit better, was uh, Kenny Omega and Seema. I, I'm putting it in this for us to talk about it because, once again, you are a big Kenny Omega fan. And I like Kenny Omega, I, I too. Was, you I love Kenny, Kenny Omega. Seema, nobody doesn't know him too much. So you look at him like, who is this dude from China that, you know, he's getting to fight Kenny Omega, who's like the hottest, is, is probably the best wrestler in that promotion. Is the best wrestler, period, in that promotion. I'm going to be completely honest here. The match looked solid. But it here did. was the big problem. Yep. That dude was on the team slime, time slot as Adam Cole. So watching both matches was perhaps one of the hardest things. And it was. the thing was, you're not for nothing, not not trying to take anything away from the match. Adam Cole and Tazawa were so good. Yeah. And I feel like Sema and Kenny Omega, they were good. They they were good. But it wasn't wow. No, it wasn't. When you watch Kenny Omega, nine times out of ten, you're always like Wow. And it just didn't feel like a you, Kenny Omega you know match. Been, you know what would have been better? If Kenny fought Kira Tsawa, would have been better. You Realistically speaking, like realistically speaking. That would have been great. I, been, I think that would have been great for I him. I think it would have been a good match. Because I think, here. I would think with Seaman not, he's not fast at all. You I mean, fight, you fight, dead ass. When you fight Kenny Omega, you better drink three cups of coffee and get your, get be really hyped up. Because that guy, that guy is, a, is just a speed demon. With Seema, he's not that fast. And it's like, you got to literally, you feel bad because Kenny has to carry the match a little bit. I feel like Kenny was just held back the entire yeah. time. And that's like the not, match felt slow. And that's not good for the guy who is your best wrestler on the whole staff. The best Honestly wrestler. speaking, going, and this is going back to Fighter Fest, where regardless the winner of Daniels and Seema was supposed to Wrestle Kenny Omega and in the long run it lose. Been, it should have been, been, been Daniels. Daniels would have been the best. Daniels point, best is an point. athlete that no matter what his age can keep up with you. And I'm telling you, Daniels and Kenny Omega and, would have been a classic. And no offense to Seema, listen, dude. If you hear this podcast too, Bo, no offense to you. You're not a bigger name than Kesher versus Daniels, and it better been. It should have been Chris Venice, not you. I know they're putting you because your promotion is with AEW and you're bringing a lot of the talent from there. That's fine and dandy, but if you really, in a perspective of a wrestler, a fan would have went, oh, wow, Kenny Omega's fighting fighting Fallen Angel? Shit, that's going to be awesome. I want to see that match. Yeah. But when you go, Kenny Omega's fighting Seema? Bro, I I know diehard wrestling fans that were just like... I thought was a drink. Uh, What's that? Yeah. So I I was like, wait a minute. I know diehard wrestling fans that when we looked at the card, it was just like, this just ain't it. That's not the match. This card card never felt like, whoa, all hands on deck. Yeah, let's jump on this one. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we felt like that way for Firefest. And granted, Firefest wasn't the best show either. But, Well, this show, I think, was a little bit better than that show. We're a little bit more talent-wise because we saw more, more tag team wrestling. The only thing that the other one was good was the hardcore match was ridiculously crazy. Oh, yeah, Joey. And, and the six-man tag was great, too. But all the other mid-card matches were not that good. This one had a bit better mid-card matches than, than anything else. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. Um, the, I just don't feel like this show delivered in terms of the mid-event. No, nah, when it came to Young Bucks and, and Cody. The Young and Bucks and, and, and versus the Brotherhood, you know, Cody you know and Dustin. You know what a probably made that match better if they let that be like a... Uh, no holes bar type of like maybe like almost a street fight type of mentality because no offense to, to Cody Cody can wrestle 
But Dustin's not like a super solid wrestler. He's more of a brawler to me yeah. in my eye because he's been always a brawler to me. If they would have done it like that, listen, we'll be a no DQ match. Maybe that would have been a little bit different. It was a regular tag team match. It wasn't even a, a tournament tag. It was regular tag. It, it, honestly, it was kind of hard those... to see to see the best tag team in the world versus two guys that really don't tag with each other that much. They have a chemistry that is unlike any other, and they don't need to tag every every time. And I still think the match would have been good. It was one of the main draws on the card. I was excited yeah. when it got it yeah. when I, when I double or nothing when they announced the match. Genuinely though, that match just for me personally felt like I watched the same spots over and over and over and over again for 25 minutes yeah it was boring yeah the match was whack it could have it could have been better like i said it, it would have been better i feel like i watched match. cody jump from the second rope to the top rope and do a crossbody five times <laughs> it was horrendous I, I i'm gonna be just vocal about it i didn't and i'll tell you i am the young i'm one of the young bucks biggest supporters but at the same as, as part of part of being a supporter is also saying when Something is bad. And I just... I thought it was bad. I didn't think yeah. the show was bad. I thought the show was actually well, good. It was a good show. That match could have been awesome better. Show. Main event could have hit a lot better. Maybe. Well, like I said before... SoCal maybe, and, and the Lucha Brothers absolutely knocked Like I said, the maybe the... the, the, the um, if they would have changed the, changed, that, changed the type of match it was, mm. maybe it would have been better if it, more, if it was like a street fight mentality or something yeah. like that. Maybe it would have helped it out better. Maybe some blood would have helped it out too, better too. But in the long run, I know they're trying to make something little, little something special. But it did, wasn't too much special. It just like I said, but it was a little all around a great show. If um, if I was um, if it was up to me, and if I had to sit down and pick a show, and I'm gonna ask you, um, Mike, what do you think? So this is the first time, even though it was evolved. It was the first time we saw AEW and and um, WWE go head to head. Um, I think you could say in round one, who won round one? Oh, WWE won it. They they won it. They 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 pulled out something that um that people didn't go and get to see Evolve because Evolve's not on mm-hmm. a on a regular TV thing. You probably get some of the DVDs somewhere or something like that. They got to see a different type of guys that they don't get to see normally. Some people may recognize some guys, like you said, Eddie Kingston. You, he's been around. AR Fox has been around. So they brought some talent, and they brought you show you some future guys that maybe soon though the E might just grab. Maybe in NXT, maybe in the main roster. We don't know. With AEW, I think what happened was this: they, tr- I think they tried their best to see we could see we can top that Evolve show, but it, they, man. It's hard. It's so hard. They tr- it looked like they tried. It just didn't come out right because there was other matches that they had that were really snorefest. Yeah. You put Cody Rose's woman versus a girl who could actually really wrestle, and you put her over. Yeah. Really? Again, I said that last week on the podcast. That doesn't make any sense. I said it last week on last week's episode. Brandy has no point winning that match. No. And you know what? I expect more. I expect more from AEW. Genuinely, how many for a company that likes to always. Say, oh, we want to do something different. We want to do it different. You're doing the same exact heel authority figure angle. It's starting to look like. Yeah. Brandy has awesome Kong. She's the heel authority figure. She's the bad guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, oh, man, it's so lame, bro. Yeah. It, it, you you yeah, guys are supposed to be, be different. Be you know what I'm saying? I get it. Wrestling is, is rehash, 
and recycled. I'm going to see the same thing over and over again. I have no problem with that. But it's in the beginning stages. Set yourself apart. and it, You're further devaluing your women's division. Brandy's not going to be a wrestler that's going to be on every card when, when the show happens in, in the fall. So why is she winning? Allie is going to be that. I just didn't think it was a good idea. Yeah, it was. It wasn't good. Um, they, and we know what it could have done. If at least it could have top evolved. Some of the guys you're putting in matches, which they're gonna have, they need to get a win to give look good for the next pay per view. I'll give you an example: Kenny Omega versus Cena. You could have put him somebody a little bit better because he's gonna end up fighting John Moxley in the next pay per view. So you gotta put on somebody at least somebody better than somebody named Cena that nobody doesn't really know. You should have put Foley and not like for you nothing. Said. Then you got we didn't ma- I, didn't ma- I didn't mention this match. You put Hangman. Where's the kid saving Mr. Superbad? I don't even hardly even know the kid. And you put... If you're going to make Hangman look good, you got to make him fight somebody that's good also. Don't fight somebody should've, that we don't know. He should have fought MGF one-on-one. He could have fought... That would have been MGF fine. is that good of a character. He could take it He could have fought him. And, it's and they didn't do that. Him. They put him in a six-man tag, which we didn't even talk about it because it, was, it wasn't that good. You know? It was... They, 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 they could have done better with the matches. Honestly speaking, better. New Japan is helping AEW out in a sense. And what I mean by that is, like, all, all AEW has to do is build Kenny Omega. Yep. Kenny Omega doesn't need much building. Be honest here. But wrestle somebody better just to give it better match quality. Yeah. So yeah. it's not boring. Kenny Omega, I mean, not Kenny Omega, excuse me. John Moxley over, is in New Japan. He's, he's the United States champion. He's wrestling in the G1. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He wrestled Tai Chi two nights ago. Beat Tai Chi in a solid match. Beat Jules Robinson. He's beating formidable guys that people know. I'm saying, and granted, yeah, he's not in AEW getting built up, but he's still getting built up. He looks good. Yeah. He's wrestling formidable guys. So, well, granted, while Mox isn't in AEW, all AEW has to focus on is building Kenny. And I think it just would have been a lot better for the viewer if he wrestled someone like Daniels. Another big problem I have with AEW right now, and they need to get it together and fast. Because I'm, I'm sorry, this is just me, and I don't know how Mike feels, but this is it's embarrassing to me at this right. point. We are three shows in. I, I, I know All In wasn't an AEW-produced show, but at the end of the day, it's the same guys running it. It's Cody, it's the Elite, whatever the case may be. You guys have to get better at timing your matches. You look extremely sloppy and inexperienced. I, you, you are inexperienced, but you're three shows in, and you are one away from the one of the biggest shows in your company history. You're going to crown your first world champion. You need to learn how to time your matches better. You have guys in the back. You have producers. Time your shit better. I mean, if three they, if, times if, if you, you have messed up. I hope these producers know how to do a, a wrestling pay per view. You need to wake up. All out. You you had Marty and Okada go way over. Yeah. And you guys just barely made it off the air. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just it's embarrassing. They got to do a better job. They got to do a better job on that. They, and. I'm surprised because they have somebody who could produce the show too. You have Jim Ross. If you need help, talk to the old man. The old man can help you with that. He's this guy. Literally, I mean, honestly, was what was the is the greatest announcer of all time in WCW and in WWE, and he helped produce some of those shows. So if you got a problem with your producing, talk to him. What what what? There's nothing wrong with that. You wanted him so bad. Now you got him. Use the knowledge from the old man. Trust me. They, you should have the problem. He, he and if it's your wrestlers and it's not you guys, then you need to talk to your wrestlers. Your wrestlers need to be more responsible in the time that they go out there and use. Because last night's moment, where in the, at the end of the match, 
You're getting the post-match promo, post-match speech. We're all into it. Kenny's music hit, and the most embarrassing thing flies out of Yo, Matt yeah, Jackson's Yeah, oh, yeah, we're running out of time. I think I we went like, over Whoa. on time. Yeah. yeah, That is the most embarrassing that, that thing I've like, seen. That was like, whoops. Okay. And you awkwardly, completely disregarded your entire segment prior to that. So I get it. Go over to... um and showed everyone the, the money you raised for this show. Which was, Again, which, which, congr- no, congratulations nice. to all that. That was good. That was good. You know what I'm saying? Good thing when they But got you guys did. should have timed your match better to cleanly get that off. Yeah, yeah. And my thing is, again, stop poking the bear. What I mean by stop poking the bear is one of the very first things that I heard out of Cody's mouth um, when AEW started was, oh, we're not trying to compete. We're not trying to compete and this and that. But I swear, bro, a show can't go by without you guys throwing a shot. And I, I, Cody saying the line, saying, oh, you can't counter-program what we do. Guess what, Cody? They counter-programmed, and they did it better. Yeah. Now, granted, they probably didn't get more eyes, but they had a better show. Yeah. And I, I feel like this was this was just a quick jab. And if you guys got in your bag that much about a quick get jab, where they just threw you Evolve guys and some NXT guys, I really feel bad for the time when they counter program with the main roster. Yeah. Or they or they counter or they counter program with NXT Takeover and they're real heavy hitters down in NXT. You guys are gonna cry like four year olds and crumble up in a well, corner. Then, you know what? Once they get all um, the next event all out in, and they start getting with the TV show. Now it's all about them trying to see what they can do with the TV show. You really, if you want to beat, you want to be like what WCW used to do to, to uh, WWE back in the days, you better pull out something amazing Listen. for your two-hour show. No, for your two-hour show, being live, you better write, You better start making some shock value, like a shock value or something. And the thing because is... Because you got to compete. Now, word on the street because is... You're not, because you're on Wednesday and they're on Monday, doesn't mean shit. It's about ratings. Yo, but remember, it's, it's word ratings. on the street is that... And this is just a rumor, but Vince is ready to counter-program everything you do. So they're, from what I'm reading is, there's just a rumor that they are ready to move NXT to Fox Sports 1 to counteract your Wednesday night show. So you will still, you, you're not moving into Wednesdays comfortably. There's a chance that Vince is ready to make a move every yeah. time you're ready to make a well, move. this is it. Will it be two hours? Will it be live? That's a good question. Will AEW be live? I don't, I, yeah, AEW is going to be live. They're going to be live? They, they announced it. They're going to be live show. They're going to have to. No, but the thing is, the thing is I don't think they're going to be able to, to pull off live also with, with um, NXT because they have to get they have to be like, just like Raw. They have to go to different venues and get those venues locked up. Yeah. They got full sale locked up because pretty much that's what they rock. But you're not going to have them all the time be on full hey, sale. Honestly, almost every hard. NXT episode is in full sale. So, they, so if they decide to, to send the TV crew over there and go live, yeah, but it's not really going to make much yeah, of a difference. But you also, too, but you want to compete. You want to go all the places. Oh, and, likely, that, if and that's the thing. If they're going to compete, if they do I, I have do a funny it, feeling they might just do the one full, one full sale live and the rest being taped already for the next final week. Hey. Because it's all about the cost. Remember, they got it's it's we, not it's not free doing what they're doing, so they gotta pay pay the cost. We're talking we're show. talking about Vinnie Mac and that dude. He's a competitor, yeah. and we don't know what he's well, what he's willing to do. See. But like I said, or how far NXT he's willing to take. Is it. not one of his products. That's not really for him. That's not. Oh, yeah. that's Triple H's. He's more concerned as the other two. You're right. So most likely, he's probably gonna give maybe. But don't not, don't forget say, about one major key thing. Shits, but he might just go okay, H. You know, take care of that. Do what you gotta do. 
I got the other two to take care of. So. Don't though also, but don't forget about one major thing. This is his company. Yeah, but he's and gonna, he but still he, gets the last say over anybody. Yeah, but he, like I said, it's all about a budget. He has more budget worrying about the two main ones than the NXT. Oh no, you're right. So he might just just throw one live one and the rest be re, being. Um, like I said, but this is aired. This is uh, still this is still the guy that doesn't really give a shit when it comes time to do it. So, yeah. but let's see. Honestly, best of luck to both companies. I'm ready for all out. Ready for this, and this is gonna be big. This this yeah. next show. A lot is riding on this. You're gonna crown your first champion, which is that needs to that, that was huge. You're also gonna continue your tournament for the tag team. Both your tag team tournament is gonna be huge. And Tomo and just booked last night the AAA tag team uh, championships. It's gonna be the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. That may steal the show right there. That right there is going to be serious, bro. I think that match might just win match of the night. Could be now. Well, why this podcast is, we're doing it now. Today is a Sunday. It is Extreme Rules, ladies and gentlemen. Extreme Rules pay-per-view, a.k.a. used to be the ECW one I stand back in the days. Um, we're going to do, do this real quick. We're going to just tell you the lineup, and we'll just say who you think is going to win just, it. We'll do yep. our little predictions, keep a little scores. Yep. So, the, we just I, 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 I just, I just I, ago, yeah, tell them real quick. Was the opening match for Extreme Rules, and this might catch some of you off guard, was is now going to be The Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre and the best in the world, Shane McMahon. I'm shocked that's opening the show. Well, I think because they want to... Cause it's that's going to be Extreme Rules is actually a stream match, so why not start it off? Start the crowd. Because you, you start with Extreme, you'll end with Extreme with the main event, so yeah. that's not bad. But most likely, it's going to probably be Undertaker and Roman Reigns. I don't see them losing that match at all. Definitely. Um, I, I definitely... I expect... I don't... I expect a lot from this match, as crazy as it may sound. I always think that... I thought from the moment this match was booked that it was going to be very good. Taker doesn't have to do much. Roman Reigns is going to carry yeah, the... Yeah, um, much, yeah. The load of the match. All Taker really has to do is get the hot tag. But I think since the load is so light on Taker... I think he's going to put on a great performance. I think this match is going to be very good. I think someone's going to choke something through a table. I have a funny feeling. I think Shane's taking a stupid bump today. Uh, hopefully, let's see. There's a lot of rumors bump. that this match is going to lead to uh, Drew and Undertaker because it's actually being advertised locally in Canada. Ah, so let's see how that goes. But with that being said, uh, I'm going to follow up and I'm going to agree with Mike. And you can keep us you can keep us to it. You can keep track with us. Um, our record, my, my, for the record, I'm going to go on and say I got Drew and Shane McMahon losing to Taker and Roman Reigns. Now, I just found out that there is two kickoff shows, like usual, which this, these guys never get, a, get to be on the main rostering show, which I don't understand. Uh, the Cruiserweight Championship, Tony Nese versus the champion, Drew Gabakulak. Uh, I think that I, match I, is going to be fire. I think that match is going to be very good. Drew Gulak, he sold me yesterday with the way he fought with the cash point match. I wouldn't be surprised he pulls this one off and wins this match. I don't think he should lose this match at all. Um, I think that match is going to be very good. Um, I love Tony Nese. Um, Tony Nese is a great competitor. Gulak is red hot. Because when he won the title last month, his match on the kickoff show was one of the best matches of the yeah, night and should have been on the main card. Yeah, I think these guys should be in the main card more often. They, I keep, Katie, they always end up kickoff show. Another kickoff show. It's going to be Finn Balor defending his belt, the IC belt against Shinsuke Nakamura. Why is that match on the kickoff show? It, it's just an answer that is going to be put right with the question, 
How many licks does he take to get to the center of a tilty pop? The world may never know. Yeah, I don't know I, why. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I think that should be in the main ro- the main event. But hey, man, I don't I don't make the matches. The uh, the Vince takes care of that. So I think Finn's not gonna lose the belt. He's gonna end up winning. He did take a he took a did take a beat down on SmackDown in the end. But Shinsuke, so it should be it should be him pulling that one off. Um, going forward, uh, the I guess Shane's the opener. Those are the two kickoff matches. What's actually next on that? Then we got this one just popped up. Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler is gonna really happen. I'm all for it. I I'm all for it. I love the direction of Kevin Owens. Yeah, me too. Um, I absolutely love the direction of where it's going. Dolph is still one of the best in the business. Yeah. I love I love watching Dolph I, wrestle. I'm Death is great. They both great competitors, and I in the long run, I think Kevin's gonna pull this one off. I definitely got Kevin winning too. Um, another quick matchup: Last Man Standing, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Ooh, this is hard. This is the part of the podcast where I pretend to care about that match. Ouch. Um, I. You know what? If that <laughs> match is anything, if it's produced anything like their Monday Night Raw match, I'm interested. No lie, I'm legitimately, and I hope that it is. And because they beat the crap I'm, on I'm each other, I'm gonna be honest, you. I'm tired of Rush Roman. I don't want to really see him no more. Oh, I'm gonna take Bradley Lashley to win that one. I really don't want to see Braun Strowman. No well, more. I'm, tired I'm gonna of go with the monster among men, Braun Strowman, getting that win. All right, another matchup which you talked about early in the cat in the podcast: Alistair Black versus Sorrow. Woo! Match show stealing potential dark ma- uh, dark horse match for match of the night. Oh man, obviously we all got Alistair Black winning. Yeah, Alistair Black winning. It's his first match. But But Cesaro's going to give him a good match. They're going to turn it up. Yeah. They're going to blow the roof off the Uh, Raw tag team title matchup The Revival versus The Usos. I love watching them too. Those two are like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, they've been fun. Because The Revival are still one of the best teams in the world. And The Usos are red hot. Probably one of the best pure tag teams because they actually do like Um, old school tagging. They are are Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. This is this to remind me of. You know what? Yeah, but also Arn Anderson and uh, Odie Anderson because they do the, almost the same. Well, Kyle O'Reilly's not here right now. Oh, no, Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> Going Kyle back O'Reilly. to the podcast. Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, last week, if you didn't listen. Kyle O'Reilly. I know one of our viewers was very upset with that. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, get, we'll discuss that in a second. We got to check the mailbag at the end of the episode, Yeah, too. I do have something here for some particular viewer. But I'll read it after I finish this stuff. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Triple threat match. This might be another well, show stealer, too. I wouldn't want to jump too forward. We totally forgot who we're picking for oh, the Royal Tag Team Champions. I'm going to pick the Revival. I'll be honest I am going to go with the Usos because I love my Usos. And I hope they pull out the win tonight. I, I think love the, the Revival, I think the, too. I think the Revival's going to pull it off, but, They know, need a big win. They That's do need a big, big win. win. But I'm rooting for the Usos. Let's go, Usos. Um, like, like, real quick, I was going before. SmackDown, Triple Threat Tag Team match. Daniel Bryan, Rowan versus New Day versus Heavy Machinery. I I think Daniel Bryan Rowan's gonna still pull this one off again. I think this match is another match that has potential show stealing ability. Yeah. Um, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to bet on Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. I see them pulling them off. But who I am pulling for in this match is very something very unexpected. I am pulling for my boy Otis and Heavy Machinery. Really, okay. I, I love Otis. Otis is great. I think I think those two are f- two hot messes. But anyway, they, I, I, honestly, I think they're they're coming into each other. Yeah, little that, by little. Doesn't even sound right. Anyway, um, Grow the up. Uh, <laughs> the SmackDown Women's Championship is up for grabs. Uh, it will be Bailey in a handicap match 
against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I'm hoping this match, Bailey does win it. I hope Nikki Cross flips on this girl. Call it right now. We think we're getting a Sasha Banks sighting tonight. Which will will be great. It will be great. I miss boss time so much. Sasha, I miss you. All right. I hope she does pop up and and I hope she destroys Bailey. I don't Um, want to mind a nice little heel turn. I hope she beats the living shit out of her. Um, I think I got I got Bailey retaining the title. Me too, me too. Now another match is gonna be a show stealer too. This one too. It's gonna be Ricochet defending his US boat versus AJ Styles. Give you a real heads up. Big Kev loves Ricochet. Ricochet is perhaps Ricochet is what I, is like that that one food that you just like it's like vegetables growing up. Like, like oh you gotta watch it it's so good for you. It's so good for you. <laughs> it, it's it's the worst. It tastes like crap. Rick watching Ricochet Ugh, whatever. And I know a lot of people that feel that way. And a lot of people that don't feel that way. I hate Ricochet. I hope AJ mops the floor with this kid. Um, and I, ends the hype. I, I'm going to imagine. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy Ricochet, but I am a big fan of AJ Styles. And I'm, I'm pulling for AJ to pull this one off. Hope he'll be coming in, uh, what, the US champion for the third time. Third time. Three times. Now, we almost two more matches left. We have the, oh, the championship, the WWE championship. Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. Keep in mind, Paul Heyman did promise us on Monday that Brock Lesnar is cashing in tonight. So I wouldn't be surprised, knowing that we got a little tidbit that we found out Kofi does have a bad back. If will Samoa wins, Joe win the match? Will Samoa Joe win, and then this guy calls it in and cashes in and beats up Samoa Joe? Or would he, does Kofi win, and, and then Brock cash in? I wouldn't be surprised if Kofi does win, and if somehow it would be great to see this guy cash it in and just take the belt. Or it would just be great that Samoa Joe just wins the title because I love Samoa Joe. I like Samoa Joe too, but I think I said before in other podcasts that I think his run in the WWE is not the greatest. But Never time story. to fix that. Now, the main event, Extreme Rules, when it takes all, mixed tag team match. The man's man, Seth Rollins. And his woman, Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch. Teaming up most boring wrestling on two feet, Baron Corbin. With the greatest and, theme song ever, but the yeah, worst wrestler the ever. Worst wrestler and needs to go to hair club for a minute anyway. And... <laughs> Teaming up with Lacey the Evans. The sassy Southern Belle. Lacey Evans, who I'm, I'm, mm. I'm a fan of. I, 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 really, I really dig her. I she's love really you, Lacey. Good. You're amazing. She's really good, but she's with the wrong guy to team up with to fight. Um, I think this match is actually going to be good. No, it should be good. I think it's, it should be. It's, 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 it's an extreme rules match, right? This, yeah, extreme rules. There should be some tables, something, a lot of... It, don't be surprised, a lot of... Watching those two wrestle earlier this week in dark matches, I, I think you're in store for a... A good match, but I don't see no title changing in this one. I no see, title. I, I, I think guys. the man's man yeah. and the man retain both the titles, and I think that is hopefully the last that we see of not Lacey Evans, but definitely a Baron Corbin. Oh please, let it be but, the last. I'm, I'm sick of that. Dude. Um. So yeah, that's that will conclude the preview for Extreme Rules. When we when we're back here next week, we'll go over and we'll check the results and see what happens to see if we went. Could we go for a perfect score? Could we not go for a perfect score? But we'll be back here next week on the Wrestle Club podcast. Um, You want to check the mailbag now? That's all in action. Let's check out the mail real quick and see what's going on here. Oh, oh, here we go. We have a mail from some guy named King Tony. That's That's the pure world heavyweight champion. Oh, wow. The pro heavyweight champion. Okay. Well, basically, it's a it's it's a letter towards him. I think he's mad. He he this, called I'm, in last I'm, week. I'm, I'm gonna. He was mad about your Kyle O'Reilly comment. Yeah, I'm gonna read something that somebody put about him. It says basically, dear Keaton, Mason Brooks wipes the shit out of you all the time. Oh. 
smacks you up and down. All right. We, why we, are you always talking about him? We we on the why, Wrestle Club podcast do not condone his, this. Why are you on his nutsack? Wow, oh, the, wow, that's crazy. Listen, King Tony, I'm sorry that you, you have this problem with Mason Brooks, and he's always waxing you all the time, and he calls himself the King Slayer. Oh, no. I don't know why you even call yourself King Tony. Oh. That's that's kind of funny. It's being the king, and you can't beat this one particular guy. I feel really bad for you, dude. You must have a problem. Maybe it's a, re- a rectal, maybe a rectal problem. I don't know. Maybe, I, don't, I, don't, I, I hope it's not. I hope you can still hang. But there's a lot of stuff here. Also, too, it says, a- a- oh, P.S., kind of already really sucks donkey dick. Wow. Why would somebody put that? Whoa. That oh. is so wrong. Okay, here at the Wrestle Club Podcast, we do not condone any of the current things wow. that just came out of Mike Masters' wow. mouth. Wow. Uh, what, this what, is what not. Is this is not. Chicago smells like horseshit? Okay. Wow. God, ladies and gentlemen, we wow. are. this is it for this week's wow. episode. Um, wow. I, I did not plan any of this. Um, Tony. Chicago is only good for Chicago Bull losers? Oh, my God. Why ouch. I that? like the Bulls. Wow. All right. Next the week. Blackhawks are a bunch of choke artists? Next what? week, King Tony, we're inviting you to the wow. podcast. I'm just saying. I'm so you can go here, man. I don't know who this, this Mason Brooks guy you is. You can go one-on-one bad, with man. Mike really, Masters really yourself. But um, just know that we do not agree with that. Wow, I, we think you are great. I'm, I'm just reading stuff, man. I'm Con- sorry, congratulations man. on the title. In I'm a few reading weeks whatever's ago. in the, pro- the 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 paper here. I'm so, so sorry, man. I'm sorry. That until they next stuff week, like that. this is Lit Flair signing off. That's well, Mike Masters. Well, come back next time and listen to the wrestling podcast. You're gonna you may hear some more great stuff like that about King Tony and his scrubby ass. Oh my god! But anyway, listen, guys. We'll see you guys next time on the Wrestle Club Podcast. All right, next week, too sweet.